guys, it's finally here. 19.5 was just released. And if you guys watched the open announcement, it's what we all expected, right? Thrusters, chest bar pull-ups. Actually, I wasn't quite hoping for chest bar pull-ups, but hey, it came back up so we get a little bit of bent arm pulling for you guys. So, as a reminder, the workout is thrusters with a 95 pound bar, 65 for ladies, and then chest to bar pull-ups with the rep scheme of 33, 27, 21, 15, nine for time, or with a 20 minute cap. So as you all hopefully expect, if you've ever done Fran, if you've ever done any of the last open workouts over the last, shoot, I don't know, four or five years, right? Everything has been thrusters, maybe even thrusters with chest to bar pull-ups or pull-ups, uh, some type of Fran variation, all right? So if you guys are looking at this workout like it's familiar, what the biggest thing we want you guys to think about doing is reflecting back on those experiences. How did those workouts make you feel? Where was the limiter? Was it in your grip? Was it in your uh, capacity to breathe? Was it in your uh, muscular endurance, your ability to be able to cycle lots of pull-ups, right? Was it the bicep that was blowing up? Be able to cycle lots of thrusters? Was it your quads that were blowing up or your shoulders from pressing, right? Take those experiences and use those now for this workout because it's gonna come into play really fast. So, if you guys did the reps, the total math, which I'm sure a lot of you guys probably did, normal Fran is 45 reps of each of the movements. Today you're doing 105 reps of each of these movements. So, going in, looking at that volume, that might help you pick the correct strategy for you uh, and how to break up the reps uh, when, when fatigue sets in. If you're somebody who's ever done 100 chest bar for time or 50 chest bar for time, um, you probably know about that limit when you start fatiguing, all right? When you, when, you, when you fatigue, how you are able to keep moving, those types of things. So, 105 reps, 20 minute time cap, the, the, the key point that I want you guys to think about as you're going through this workout is, well, I know we say this a lot, but don't start off too hot. Don't blow your wad uh, super early in this workout in the first round of 33, right? If you guys did the reps on when you actually get halfway in the workout, it's after the second round. So after you do both movements of 33, both movements of 27, you are now at 60 reps completed of both, but you still have 45 reps of both movements to complete. So going into this workout, if you start off really, really fast on 33 and 27, and you're like, man, I'm feeling good. Let's attack 21, 15, nine. Think about your only halfway. So if you can keep that pace, that whatever pace you hold, awesome. That's a great way to go about that, all right? Just remember you're halfway after the 27 round, all right? Uh, if you guys are, you might see me wearing my grips right now, I'm doing a little demo for you guys, but you might see a lot of people wearing grips. Uh, obviously, we recommend those, especially victory grips. That's what we highly recommend. If you guys don't have any, that's what we would assume. Obviously, if you're gonna do this workout tomorrow, you're probably not gonna be able to get these in time, but something to think about for the future, all right? We use these, one, so we can get better traction on the bar, and two, so we can keep our hands fresh, so we don't rip. That is something we want you guys to think about as you're going through this workout, is not only, one, maintaining or trying to push off that fatigue of your grip, but push off fatigue of ripping. Last thing you wanna do is feel really good, get into your set of 27, or even on your set of 33, you go to do your pull-ups, whether they're butterfly, whether they're kipping, <clears throat> and then you go and rip. 
and you know it's only going to go downhill from there. You might as well stop the workout, try and recover, and then get another stab at this workout versus trying to go and then rip and bleed and then make everything else way worse and way slower, not, not showing your true fitness potential, all right? So give that a thought while you guys are going through this, all right? How can you push off the ripping? How can you push off the fatigue in your grip from those chest-to-bar pull-ups, all right? And we kind of mentioned this before, but this workout is about how you finish, not how you start. All right, so if you saw how uh, Matt Frazier started, if you guys got to watch him go, he looked like he started off pretty fast, but he wasn't beating T. Claire Toomey. He was kind of coming out at, even though it was fast, it was a pretty probably conservative pace for him, right? Uh, breaking up the thrusters, breaking up the chest bars for the first three rounds, then going almost faster towards the end so he could maintain that pace, if not speed it up, right? As the rep scheme got lower, as he was transitioning a little bit quicker. Um, so we want you guys to think about, again, starting with a little bit more thought of playing this long game in mind versus starting off like, I got to get through this first half of the workout of, as fast as possible because we all know that feeling of Fran, right? It's not the 21 that hurts. It's not the 9 that, well, the 9 definitely hurts, but it's the 15 that makes you go slow, right? So 33, you know that 27, 21, and 15 are gonna be where people make or break this workout right through that, all right? So it's not how you start, it's about how you continue and finish, all right? Now, before we get to talking about some specifics about the movements themselves, what we wanna think, have you guys think about is the taxing ability of both of these movements, not only on your body physically, <clears throat> but on your hands, and if you should do or not to redo this workout again, all right? Obviously, if you're a bubble athlete, you might have to redo this workout again just to get the best place possible. Um, obviously, you might be able to leaderboard this thing a little bit, but for the majority of us, we would probably recommend not to redo it again. If you've ever done a workout like this and then a couple days later you've done the similar workout, right? Your hands are sore, your hands are raw, uh, they don't quite recover all the way, right? It's hard to keep them uh, moist. I know some of the people don't like the, that word, but trying to keep your hands moist, trying to keep them uh, ready to go for barbell movements, for rig movements. So really give this one a thought if it's worth redoing or if it's not, all right? Uh, let's talk about these movements specifically now, kind of how to strategize a little bit more specifically for you. So uh, there's kind of two ways that you can break up these movements. Obviously, let's, let's talk about if you have both of these movements first and you can do all the volume that is coming up for you guys. You can either break this up with even sets. So for example, on 11 going, or sorry, for 33 going three sets of 11, or you could go in a descending fashion, starting off uh, bigger because you're fresh. So doing something like 15, 11, seven, that might be a good strategy for you guys if you know that you, you do better starting off bigger and then tapering down, right? Because you get a break from the bar, you come back to the bar for 27, take off a big set and then work your way down into smaller sets as you go, all right? Uh, we want you to think about breathing through these reps. So if you saw Matt Frazier, uh, when he got into his second and third round, he started almost pausing at the top of that thruster for a second to take a breath in, right? If you're trying to literally pull that bar back down, it's only gonna speed up that process of you breathing in and breathing out with every rep. So if you can, think about breathing out at the top every rep, bring the bar back down, Obviously, breath is in, stabilizing, coming back up, throwing those arms back up, breathing in and out and then again. That is probably the strategy that's gonna help you guys push off that fatigue a little bit longer, all right? Uh, in pertaining to the thruster specifically, 
the biggest flaw we see in people is that once that movement starts to break down, they don't keep the speed through the middle. So what I mean by that, if we take this PVC pipe and kind of give you guys a little demo, is once that movement starts to break down, what you really see here is that the squat starts to get slow and then obviously the press gets slow. All right, how can we speed that up? It's right through the middle when you can shoot your hips through the fastest. So think about this. You're gonna squat even if you start to come up and it's a little bit slower. Once you get to where your hips are almost extended, that's when we want you guys to really squeeze the butt, drive the hips through, and then punch that bar out as fast as you can, obviously. All right? Uh, we've all probably done a lot of wall balls, lots of thrusters in our time, so this movement should be very familiar to you. Breathe, speed through the middle, brace the core. Those are gonna be the three biggest things that help you guys on the thruster. Now, pertaining to the chest of our pull-up, what we want you guys to think about is knowing your capacity. So, like I mentioned before, if you've ever done 100 chest of bar for time, if you've ever done 100 pull-ups, those types of things, uh, 50 chest of bar for time, we want you to know or we want you to think about that capacity that you have. If you've never done more than 20 chest of bar pull-ups or 10 chest of bar pull-ups in your life, just know that this workout, you're gonna need to break this thing up early and often so that way you don't lose the, the grip, that way you don't lose the bent arm pulling mechanics, the kipping mechanics, because once those go, your reps are gonna have to be very, very small with faster rest, hopefully, all right? So know your capacity, know where you can push, know when you can uh, speed things up, slow things down, because that's gonna come into play when you guys start having to fatigue and then adapt to the stimulus of this workout, all right? Uh, let's talk about kipping versus butterfly. If you guys have, let's say, kipping chest of bar pull-ups, you can definitely do those for this workout, all right? Doesn't mean that you can't do them if you don't have butterfly, but think about this. If you are doing kipping chest of bar pull-ups, it's a lot more grip intensive, right? You're having to change directions on the bar versus keeping that constant cyclic motion of the butterfly. So if you are doing kipping pull-ups, kipping chest of bar pull-ups, we want you guys to think about uh, breaking those up into smaller sets. Unless you can hang on for longer and you know that grip's not gonna go, then take a chance at going a little bit bigger, all right? Uh, for butterfly pull-ups, if this is a great movement for you, what we want you to think about is obviously partitioning those reps, three sets of 11, descending 15, 11, seven, something like that on that first set, and then maybe adapting and playing with it as you get going from there. Last thing you wanna do though is just make sure that you're not going too small of sets and resting longer and longer with each set, right? If you take smaller sets, just make sure that your rest is literally hop off, watch a clock, count your breath, three, two, one, get back up and do a couple reps at a time. That might be more beneficial for you than trying to break off big reps and then resting for 30 seconds before you get back up for the bar on your next one, all right? Uh, a little tip that we wanna talk about on these chest-to-bar pull-ups. Uh, whether you're kipping or whether you are butterflying, more, more prominent when you butterfly, is really thinking about taking those knuckles. So let's pretend like this uh, uh, PVC pipe is the bar. As you guys are going through this, right, you have that fold or however you hold your grip, if this is the bottom part of the bar, we wanna make sure that our knuckles are not back behind the bar. We wanna turn those knuckles as far over the bar as possible, right? That more uh, false grip position, obviously as you go through, your knuckles are gonna rotate, 
as you go to do your pull-up or your chest the bar, try and rotate those knuckles back over the bar every single time. All right, obviously giving you a better grip. They're gonna slide a little bit, that's okay. Better, stronger pull, better, stronger grip for longer. All right, so make sure you guys are really practicing that as you're doing that chest to bar pull up, that you're trying to get your knuckles further over the bar each time. Now, we're gonna break down some of their times just a little bit more for you guys to kind of give you something to think about. So, Matt Frazier, we wrote down his splits. He went 19 and 14 on his first round of 33 on both movements. He then went 15 and 12 on both movements for the 27, and then went 12 and nine for the 21 and then went 15 thrusters unbroken, uh, 12 and three, and then went nine and nine unbroken for that last set. Now that is the fittest man in the world. That is probably a record time that I don't know if anybody's even gonna beat in this world, but 6.53 was his total time. That's how you break it down to get 6.53. If you know that we're not the fittest people in the world, don't go out 19.14 for every, don't, don't break this one up into just two sets. Right, knowing that you're gonna blow up and you can't hold that pace like Matt Frazier, that you're not gonna get 653, go out a little bit more conservative. Like I said, break the first two, three rounds up into sets of three and then try to hold on and push a little harder at the end when you are closer to that finish line, all right? So we gave you guys some stuff to think about here. Take this with you. Maybe you practice a couple rounds tomorrow and do this another day. Um, if you do this tomorrow on Friday, just make sure that if you redo it, you're taking care of your hands, all right? Hey, before we let you guys go, this is the last one, don't give up. You are right here at the finish line. We want you guys to continue to push as hard as you can because we don't want you to regret going off a little soft just because this workout was thrusters and chest bars or because you already know the place of where you're gonna end up on the open. It doesn't matter, this is your fitness every single day, give it the most you can, all right? Hey, thank you guys for hanging out with us for the last four or five weeks now. Um, we wanna remind you guys of a couple things. We got some big projects coming up. We got a special program we're about to release April 1st. Uh, go check out our latest post on Instagram if you guys want a little uh, hint and maybe a chance to win that for free. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, like and subscribe to us on YouTube. We're gonna be putting out a lot more content on all of these applications. Um, and we just, we're here for you guys. So anytime you guys have questions, shoot us a DM, shoot us a message, and we're here to help. Take care, guys.